Hi all, this is RV Empath and you are listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP Sunday edition, The Light. Be light, travel light, spread the light, be the light. Okay, let's see. I said be twice, but hey, I guess that's, (laughs) I guess that is a reminder for us to try twice as hard to be the light for ourselves as well as others as much as we can. And uh, sometimes that just means maintaining a sense of calm, a sense of balance. And I think that's what is necessary in these times. It's still very um, chaotic and overwhelming at times. There are a lot of different issues that we are all collectively dealing with in our lives. So the most important thing that we can do is to take time to nurture ourselves every day and look for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. I had to put it in. I had to do it. Oh, my word. But yeah, that's um, super important. And I always say it's really, really important to also have that connection to God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good, particularly as highly sensitive people. So we are going to look out over the week uh, and discuss upcoming astrological aspects that are happening. I think I might do a short recap of the last week as well. And then we will move into the guidance card portion of the podcast and I will pull a few cards from the Osho Zen tarot deck. Before I do that, before I start officially, I just want to do a general check-in. I hope everyone is doing well. In last Sunday's program, I talked about how I recently heard um, a lovely, kind acquaintance friend of mine had passed. And um, unfortunately, due to different reasons, among them being uh, dealing with chronic pain, he uh, chose to take his own life and I certainly apologize if this is difficult for listeners, if it's triggery on some level, but it is important to talk about these, um, these wounds in society and in people's lives because it's, it's heartbreaking. It's very um, sad on numerous levels. Um, when when someone passes in that way it can be of course now my intention is not to really delve deep into this subject I just I don't know what my purpose for bringing it up was or is I think it's important for us all to know how much impact we have 
though uh, we, li- we very likely aren't even aware of it. Um, but I know, I know it's true because, um, because of this situation, I would have never guessed that I would grieve as I have. Um, some people just matter to us and you matter to people um, in a way that you're not even aware of. So I just wanted to really put that out there and we make we make a difference in each other's lives. So look for solutions, look for answers, even when dealing with chronic pain. There are solutions, I do believe that. And it takes, um, it takes a certain dedication and stubbornness to find the way through. So let's all just continue doing that as best we can. And that means nurturing ourselves, ho'oponopono prayer, looking for resources, looking for help, giving help if you can. Um, because certainly there's a, there's a quote, uh, frustration equals motivation equals action. But also, I have found the universe rewards action. So that's really important to remind ourselves of that. Take steps, do something, move in the direction you want to go, and you can and will be met. All right, I guess that's just what I want to do. I want to, I want to remind people of the good that can be and dedicate ourselves to living our best lives, um, living our best self into our best lives moving forward. Okay, because it, it does get good. It does get better. It does heal better and better. It can. It's up to us to first we have to want it for ourselves and believe that we deserve it and that it can even happen. That's essential. Okay? All right. I'm going to move on. (sighs) All right. Astrology. March 21st. Let's look back, first of all, over the week. We, there were a lot of positive aspects happening. We had Mars, Trine, Saturn. Oh, no, wait. That's, that's happening today. (laughs) Sorry. Um, For the recap, I'll just quickly glance back. We had like Mercury went into Pisces. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of healing available. Uh, Mars was sextile Chiron. And then there was um, a semi-sextile with Uranus. Oh, Pluto, right? Pluto was in play a little bit with Venus. Um, der, der, der. Venus is currently in a, in uh, Pisces. Oh, but went into Aries today. The sun went into Aries yesterday. Happy birthday, Aries. So anyway, there were good aspects to certainly um, be conscious of last week. Let's look forward now. Today, Like I said, Venus moved into Aries. 
Mercury, semi-sextile Chiron. Mercury in Pisces, semi-sextile Chiron in Aries. Chiron has been in Aries for like a super long time. Um, uh, Mercury also is sextile Uranus in Taurus. Those are both positive aspects. So Mercury is the mind, how we communicate what we learn. Chiron is transforming pain and anger and rage, inner wounds. And Uranus is the lightning bolt planet, the great awakener, enlightenment. Um, so, and then the signs that they're in, Pisces, spirituality, energetic cycles, Aries, very energetic in terms of passion and moving forward, Taurus, finances, um, security, beautiful things, possessions, but also our natural talents and skills and morals too. So that's all happening today. That is a lot. Oh, and there's also Mars trine Saturn. Like I mentioned, that is, you know, that's really big because Mars is, again, um, energetic direction, passion. And Saturn is hard work overcoming obstacles. It's who we are in the world, our relationship to authority, large and small. And trines are positive aspects, easy flowing energies. So today was chock full of energy, healing, positive energy. Tomorrow, there are no exact aspects happening, um, but there's always stuff going on with the moon. There are no exact aspects happening between the planets and the sun and Chiron. But the, what I mean to say is the moon is always aspecting something. <laughs> or the, you know. So let's see what's going on. <laughs> uh, tomorrow the moon is in Cancer. The moon rules Cancer. And um, gosh, it's relatively kind of free and clear in terms of... Um, aspecting things there are positive uh, there's a trine going on between Saturn and Mars I mean we're still feeling that and then I see the sextile between Mercury and Uranus um, pretty bold as well and then Saturn and Chiron so oh and then um Chiron and Mars as well. I mean, there's a trine as, uh, of sorts pointing at Chiron in Aries. So again, potential for healing. Absolutely. And we're all still working it on different levels. Um, if you are living similarly to me, which I think a lot of people are, I am preparing to move forward in different ways toward goals I want to achieve and that sort of thing but it means really working on healing it means really getting my mind straight on um, giving up old cycles of um, what I believe about myself and like social anxieties and ugh, it's just like toxic so it's hard of course, it's so hard, but it's also necessary. 
I don't know what my point is. <laughs> I was talking about the kind of the trine energy pointing at Chiron. I guess healing, you know, we're all still healing on any number of levels in any number of ways. So that's good. As long as we keep working it and resting. Work it, rest, work it, rest, play, 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 work it, rest, work it, rest, play, play, play. All right, what else is happening on the 23rd? Ooh, that's a busy day. So um, the 23rd is Tuesday. We have a quintile between Pluto and Chiron. That is transformation. Transforming our shadow side stuff, our fears, power and control issues. I mean, no small thing, peeps. Wow. There's a semi-sextile between Mercury and Saturn. That is hard work, our work ethic, and what we learn and how we communicate. Um, some other stuff, smaller, it's, you know, where <laughs> I'm going to skip it. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Uh, a Mercury square Mars. Okay, Mercury's in Pisces. Mars is in Gemini. Wow. So um, Mercury rules, rules Gemini, so there's a connection there. Squares can be difficult and frustrating. They ask for some sort of action from, our, from us, and we can do that. So either it's an action on the outer or some sort of action that we take on the inner. Um, that can also be a uh, part of it, I think. So there is a lot going on on the 23rd alone. And it has to do with Mercury, with Pluto, with Chiron, quintiles, inner places of genius within, healing, what we learn, how we communicate. Wow. All right. So then we have a few days with no direct aspects happening um, between the planets and Chiron. But... Let's see, uh, let me get a closer look at those days. So the 24th, um, we have the moon in Leo. And there's a pretty strong trine still happening between Saturn and Mars. And Mars is very close to being conjunct with the North Node in Gemini. And the North Node can oftentimes give us clues and little um, guidances in terms of our path in the larger scope of things, using our talents, you know, to fulfill kind of like a life, um, a life blessing <laughs> something that we bless the world with you know with our talents and abilities we all have them it's up to us to figure out what they are and then offer offer them the best way we can um, there's also a sextile between the Mars and North Node in Gemini with the moon the moon is aspecting all kinds of things um, Mars conjunct North Node 
um, Venus in the Sun in Aries, as well as Chiron in Aries. There's a trine. There's a an inconjunct, which is a smaller, more stressful kind of energy between Mercury and Pisces. Do you notice the same same kind of things keep popping up? It's all about Mercury, which is the mind, what we learn, how we communicate. Mars moving forward with goals. Chiron, healing and transformation. Pluto, more transformation. Saturn, hard work. <laughs> There's also an opposition with, uh, with Saturn in Aquarius. So the moon in Leo is very active. And again, this is Wednesday, the 24th. Leo is a very social, gregarious, um, very positive energy. So it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's a good, it's a feel good kind of energy. And yeah, <laughs> moving on, let's see, um, the 25th. That is Thursday. Um, the moon is entering or it's um, preparing to leave Leo and enter Virgo. So let's see when that happens. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. So that happens just before midnight. Um, around 10 p.m. Uh, mountain time on the 25th. So it will be entering Virgo. Virgo is all about our daily routines, our health, our, our work, what we do, and uh, our well-being, being of service. So again, it's kind of like not really interacting much with or aspecting the other planets, which can be, a, you know, a bit of a relief, I would think, at times. But Virgo is unaffected, or the moon in Virgo is just kind of hanging out there for a bit. Until it starts, of course, uh, there's inconjuncts with um, the sun conjunct Venus in Aries. And again, inconjuncts are frustrating. It's like, it's interesting because the, the signs and the energies um, are in, uh, inconsistent. It's like, it takes a certain amount of effort to compromise and make sure that everything overlaps in a good way. So that's really what inconjuncts are about. Um, also called quincunxes <laughs> such a such a name um, but it can be frustrating and, ir and irritating because it feels like things aren't fitting together properly but it's up to us to sort of um, you know incorporate the different energies in our lives to play well together basically and those are great energies hey you've got the moon in Virgo and you have the Sun conjunct Venus so Venus is in play. That is love and social graces and harmony. And uh, Virgo certainly is about that as well because Virgo wants good health. So 
there are supportive energies for all of that. Now, the 26th on Friday, we have the Sun conjunct Venus in the sign of Aries. And this is a good time to really think about um, our how you know our finances, how we make money. Um, does it match up with our values and our natural talents and our skills? So it's important that we, you know, take time to think about that and to think about what we want for ourselves in terms of how we make our money it, and making sure it matches up with our core values and morals. All right. Okay. Um, that is it. That's the big aspect for 26. Now, over the weekend, the 27th, we have a couple of semi-squares. They're small versions of squares. Can be stressful and frustrating. Um, there's Venus and Aries, semi-square Jupiter and Aquarius. Oh, forget about that. I mean, <laughs> whenever you have Venus and Jupiter, those are pretty great planets. I mean, the both of these semi-squares um, uh, involve Jupiter, which is, you can't get too far twisted with Jupiter in the picture because Jupiter is the great benefic, good luck planet. So there's um, Venus semi-square Jupiter and the Sun semi-square Jupiter. And again, Jupiter's in Aquarius. So think about what you want to expand in terms of innovation, innovative ideas, humanitarianism, a certain amount of creativity, and take some sort of action or to, you know, make some sort of plan to move forward. Uh, and then on the 28th, there is Venus quintile Pluto Quintiles, again, are inner places of genius that we sometimes are not conscious of. But, you know, be a little more aware of this and you can be conscious of it. Um, harmony, what we love, social graces, quintile Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto, again, is transformation, shadow side stuff, our wounds, inner wounds. Phoenix rising from the ashes make it happen also on the 28th that is a huge day is that next Sunday <laughs> yeah so we'll talk more about all this stuff going on then too we have Venus conjunct Chiron in Aries hello there is potential for healing both of these things um, the quintile Pluto and conjunct Chiron whoo then we have Venus semi-sextile Uranus, the great awakener. Oh my word, lightning bolt moments. And it's all, all incorporating Venus, um, which is good. <laughs> and then there's a full moon in Libra. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, that we're not done. Libra is all about relationships, balance, partnerships. It is ruled by Venus. So this is a very powerful full moon because Venus is in all these positive, like, p 
powerful energetic relationships with Pluto, Chiron, and Uranus, as well as Jupiter, I mean, and the sun. Wow. Venus is all about this full moon. Then we have the sun quintile Pluto. This is all on the same day. So we start the day with Venus quintile Pluto, and we end it with the sun quintile Pluto. And quintiles are inner places of genius. Pluto is about transformation, power and control issues. Make sure you are focused on healing, inner healing. The more we can do that for ourselves, the better our lives will be and, you know, life in general. (laughs) Once our lives are better, then life is generally better for everyone around us as well. I mean, that makes sense, right? That's an RV empath, duh, moment. But, I mean, think about it. Makes sense. When we're feeling better, then the world around us is um, we affect everything in a more positive way I hope that was helpful I think it was let's move now to the um, guidance cards okie dokie I'm now going to bless and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all most benevolent outcome for all I encourage you to take a moment and um Breathe, do some conscious breathing, clear your mind, okay? And I think last week I may have shuffled the cards beforehand. Anyway, um, so just give me a moment, please, and I'll be back shortly. All right, thank you. Okay, I'm back. All right. Ooh, okay. So I didn't even start really forming a question other than this is just a general insight. It's always sort of, it's it's always an insight into how we can best move forward and what we can focus on in terms of healing, right? Just generally, I found that to be true. So the Six of Cups, the dream came out and six of cups is a very nostalgic uh, energy it is about it's also very um, inspired in terms of childlike um, uh, just being gosh it reminds me of the energy of the fool it's being able to move forward with like a new blank slate kind of it's just being able to look at the world with a childlike awe never losing that ability to be filled with wonder that is beautiful and we all have an inner child within us Um, oh inner child work that's another thing to keep on healing right the subconscious that stuff that happens before the age of five that we can't even remember but it traumatizes us and and informs the way we act and how we act in relationships and everything um yeah as adults it affects us to this very day stuff that happened 
uh, as infants. So it's important to do what you can to heal that. And you're probably thinking, well, how do I do that? Google it. Look into it. There is so much. And be um, discerning, of course. But there's a lot of quality, quality information online. It's not all crap. But you got to use your brain and you got to check multiple sources. But there's, um, there are professionals who can help heal the subconscious. There are guided meditations, there's Ho'oponopono, there's all kinds of energy work, there's music, there's sound healing, just meditation itself. If you praying, you know, put an intention, I want to heal my inner child, you know, breathe, all this helps. Okay. The next card that flipped over is the Knight of Wands intensity. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, we all might be feeling very, very inspired <laughs> and wanting to move forward. Knights generally speak of change. And this card has the energetic intensity of the Eight of Wands. I mean, it is moving forward in a focused point. It is filled with rainbow colors, which is always extremely healing. And, um, but yeah, let's see, let's see what else there is. So, so far it is, um, six of cups can very much be connecting with people from our past. It can also be kind of like a soulmate energy and it's connecting with and healing our own inner child within. And then there's the Knight of Wands intensity. So maybe, um, you know, as as we focus on healing inner child subconscious stuff, do it with dedication and intensity. Um, What about... Let's see if we can get more information about this Knight of Wands intensity. Oh, okay. So we want intensity when it comes to dealing with the devil card conditioning. Hello. That is toxic stuff. Very Pluto kind of in its own way. I mean, Pluto is about life and death, endings, beginnings. I also forgot to mention that. But yeah, it is about life cycles. Um death rebirth so there's a lot going on with Pluto in this next week Um, we are all dealing with and grieving um, uh, you know some sort of death in our lives whether it's literal deaths of those we love and know um, and or know like large and small I mean, it, it's also possible to grieve for like people you don't even know. I mean, all the people who have lost loved ones in the pandemic, for instance. Oh, my word. I mean, there's more than enough, right? So what's my point? Um, this card, it speaks of um, toxic sort of uh, beliefs um, mental entrapment, uh, drugs, addiction, codependency. There's a lot to unpack there and we all need to figure it out for ourselves. 
conditioning. How do we condition ourselves? And, and the other card that came out is the Five of Swords comparison. Five of Swords is a very intense, chaotic um, card having to do with the mind. Swords have to do with the mind and how we think. And it can be about um, some sort of like inner dishonor or you know, like we're not living up to our own ideals. Um, look up Five of Swords to read more about it yourself in terms of the traditional tarot meaning. This in the Osho Zen deck, it features a mighty oak and a bamboo stalk side by side and how it's like impossible to be able to say which is better than the other. There's no sense really in comparing them because they're so vastly different, but they're both equally beautiful. And um, so it's a reminder not to look around and compare ourselves with other people, with anyone else, right? We individually are on our own paths and that's what matters. And what matters is how we feel about ourselves, not how other people feel about us. That's one of the hardest things that I have found to come to grips with because I care so much about whether people like me or not, which is, it's so traumatizing. I mean, it's so exhausting. And I think that I picked that up just growing up in a dysfunctional alcoholic household. It's almost as if people have to like me because it's a matter of survival. And I think people growing up in dysfunctional households develop that fairly easily wanting because if people like you you know they're less likely to hurt you or kill you <laughs> right I mean it makes makes sense and this is all kind of on a subconscious level I'm not even saying that we're consciously thinking this but this is how the you know mind can operate and it makes sense when you think about it it really does so yeah, this is what I asked, you know, what is the Knight of Wands, the intensity about? And it, and it is about healing this. Healing the toxic beliefs about ourselves, self-esteem issues. All right, what can we focus on to heal that stuff? Huh. What can help? What can help heal that? Remember, this devil card features a lion who is trying to pass as a lamb in a, in a flock of lambs. They're so cute. And uh, this lion is pretty miserable. So how do we... How do we bind ourselves? How do we prevent ourselves from moving forward? How do we hide um, our strengths. All right, what's this? All right, what was the question I asked? Hmm. Oh, what can help heal this um, devil conditioning energy and the um, Five of Swords comparison? All right, so we have the Emperor showing up on the scene, titled the Rebel. That is very Aquarius too. That rebelliousness. And he is breaking the chains that bind him. And uh, quite literally, I mean, this chain is being broken in at least two places that I can see. 
he is large and in charge he has a rainbow tunic he's got wings he's he himself has rainbow wings he's holding a torch there's a sun emblem on his shoulder he's got an eagle friend on his uh, perched on his arm with wings outspread he's got his hair is rainbow colored I mean this is a really cool cool card and that is encompassing all the energy of the four kings in the tarot and this is no matter what gender you are but it is really feeling good about like being clear who you are what you're doing um moving forward in life like it's like the uh this toxic stuff has definitely fallen away and it's a, like a new operating system kind of within uh within the world large and small right then there's the two of swords schizophrenia and in the traditional rider weight this features a person who's blindfolded and it is all about not being able to make a decision but it's because we ourselves on some level are not allowing ourselves to make a decision or we're not moving forward with something it's it's a card of stuckness and in the Osho Zen it features a person who is um, they've got arms on one side of a chasm and their feet are on the other side of the chasm and if they move they could plummet down um, there are a couple of birds flying above this figure though and birds are always um, symbolic of like divine connection with God universal energy so um, yeah what can help heal uh, the you know toxic um, self-esteem issues and what wh you know what have you is trying to find our own inner emperor and empress too I mean they both empress is a bit more nurturing um, of course but they are divine counterparts but the what I'm trying to say is figuring out what that is for ourselves and and moving towards it like focusing on it you have to focus on something in order to help make it happen you know stay positive stay grounded um, focus dedicate oneself um, stay grateful very very important so in what ways are we um, you know preventing ourselves from moving forward with the energy of the Emperor because we have okay we have two of swords five of swords and the devil hanging out here with the Emperor <laughs> so those are some um, pretty intense sword cards and moving forward with healing what are some other energies to focus to help us get to the Emperor <laughs> in our lives right that energy the Emperor energy what can help 
listeners over the next week. All right. We have, wow. We have the Eight of Pentacles, ordinariness. Eight of Pentacles is work, peeps. Hard work. So if you're not working hard at something, you better be working hard at figuring out what you need to be working hard on and do it. That is really what it is. And so many people, including myself, struggle with working hard. It can be hard to work hard, but figure out how to do it. Do your best anyway. And that will certainly help. Then we have five of pentacles, the outsider. And this can be about financial scarcity, financial fears, feeling lack. Um, But remember, this little child is standing outside a gate and the gate is, though it has a chain, the padlock is open. It is not locked. So he can undo the, the lock and undo the chain and swing the gate open. And we're all in different ways preparing to step through the gate. So um, there's rainbow, beautiful light on the other side of it. And let's give ourselves enough support to be able to do that in our lives, okay? Um, then there's Ten of Swords, Rebirth. Whoo! Thank you. Oh, my word. And this card features a lion. Um, There's a camel, a lion, and then a child is like morphing out of the lion. um, Playing a flute. So there's the inner child. Okay, this is awesome. So this is... Um, morphing and changing and healing that lion that is featured on the devil card, okay? Toxicity, um, behaviors that hold us back, addictions, and morphing into a beautiful child playing a flute, which has the energy of the Six of Cups. That is our inner child, really healing our inner child. This, um, Ten of Swords is extremely intense and it's hard to do, but it is an ending. It is a conclusion. We can move forward with the Ace of Swords, which is a new truth, a new understanding, a new clarity in life and blessings from God Universal Energy. So there are a lot of intense cards here. There is the Five of Pentacles, the Two of Swords, the devil card five of swords oh my goodness but you have this rebirth you have this rebirth and that is very possible this next week with the pluto emphasis happening absolutely so work work it peeps any final cards i was always you know for the entirety every podcast that i did through 2020 and into March 2021 Monday through Friday listen to them at at any time they are like timeless really Um, every single podcast I talked about working hard work 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 I mean there was all all that energy in Capricorn for a long time and um, there's still stuff to work on in terms of healing So, okay, I think that might be it. Let me check something. Yeah, that is it, peeps. Ooh. Okay, 
Bottom of the uh, deck is Eight of Swords. <laughs> Couldn't let you go without a final intense card. Eight of Swords, titled Guilt. In the traditional Rider Waite, it also features someone who's blindfolded, a woman, and she is encircled with swords stuck into the ground. The good news is that, um, and she's usually, I think her hands are tied as well, but there's an opening in front of her, and if she can figure out how to get the blindfold off, she can step forward and, uh, you know, release herself from the situation. And it is possible. She can, um, uh, you know, she can kind of drop down on the ground and, and uh, rub her head against the ground until the blindfold comes off. Or she can scoot on her butt, like, to kind of investigate the area or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like she doesn't just have to stand there and take it. <laughs> so, Eight of Swords, is it's up to us to heal whatever is stopping us on the inner and that can be fears, that can be guilt, that can be um, anxiety. It is an inner mind experience. In the Osho Zen, it features a woman who's like kind of holding her head and screaming. And there are these like claws, um, these hands coming out of the, the fog and the dark smoky air around her to also claw at her head, at her mind. But up above... At the very top of the card, it features the beautiful uh, purple and pink background featured on the sun card. And it features the, the beautiful um, blooms, the white blooms, also on the sun card. So it says to me, uh, she's very close to the sun. I mean, the sun is burning away the smoky, um, murky air. And there is access to the sun, which is the happiest, healthiest energy in the whole deck. And then the card underneath is uh, Trust, Prince of Cups. This is change, beautiful emotion. It can be romantic. It can be an offering of some sort when it comes to love. On the Osho Zen card, it features a oh a woman or a figure and looks very very much like the same woman in the eight of swords card just before it but it's a figure taking like a flying leap into the air falling toward this beautiful rose light healing 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 just falling it's a leap of faith and her hair is the same color it just it looks remarkably like the same woman so <clears throat> like free free oneself free yourself from the stuff that is making you hold your head and scream and instead um, trust trust the healing that we have access to and then there's ace of pentacles that is a blessing um, universal energy God universal energy um Aces are new beginnings. It's titled Maturity. And it's a beautiful card of blooming. It reminds me very much of Empress Energy. Um, so, then there's the Chariot. Four of Wands, which is the Happy Home. Uh, freedom card. High Priestess, Inner Voice. Page of Cups, Understanding. This is gorgeous, gorgeous healing energy. 
So again, in summation, focus on maturity, focus on trust, focus on healing, any guilt and shame, certainly, and we all have it. And uh, it's a shared human experience, but you know, it's, it's up to us to figure out how to heal that and move forward because it doesn't do anyone any good to live a life of misery. So let's keep working it peeps so that we can really move forward and be happy and like, you know, be beneficial to the world. Like, but being happy and living our best life is that. So we might as well go for it. Okay. All right, then I want to leave you with that. I hope that was helpful. I think it was. And, um, you know, look for other inspirations during the week and I will be here next Sunday for you. Okay, so I wish everyone a great and and safe and and happy and healthy and um, well week. As always, I mean, stay tuned for more. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.